I would help you, but I don't have a phone or an iPad. You have a computer. That was doing stuff. You can't can't mold it. Don't compare. <laughs> My computer's from 2012. <clears throat> Sounds like an excuse, bro. It is. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. I'm Jose. I'm Richard. And welcome to your number one pop culture podcast for this February. Uh, of all time. Well, it's right now it's this February. Yeah, but I mean, it every day like of all time. Well, okay. But right now of all it's, time. it's February. It's going to get stupid. I just, 65 days a week. I just want to say that it's February and it's not, it's warm. It's warm <laughs> we now. live in Houston, you y'all. live in Houston, Texas. Y'all. 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 <laughs> Um, welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us uh, in this new year. I uh, hope you like the Nolan. Um, We're mixing things up. We're trying thing. some new things. What's it called? The uh, Body of Work the Body episode. of Work. Uh, I want to do more of those. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, let us know what you thought. Hey, you can reach us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. IGTGS show on Twitter. Or you can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Uh, we are putting stuff up there. We're going to try to do more social media posts. Yep. But remember, we're full-time working dads with multiple children, and we have wives um, who will not work for us. So, yeah. That sounded weird. If you want to work for free, well, I mean, just like they won't do the work. Like, we'd probably have to pay them. Uh, if you want to work Because for they're free. doing a bunch of other work. Yes. Yes, they are. Like raising our children. They're definitely. Because we don't raise them. Not only, anyway, no. That's, <laughs> I was going to say something. I was going to say something that would have a CPS knocking at my door. Please don't. Don't. Don't call CPS. Don't do that. Please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so today we have uh, we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit and talk a little bit about uh, something Rick was thinking about in his brain that's not a stupid thought, uh, but about video games of today. So yeah, uh, I have a few friends that are that are gamers, and you know, as I talk to to more of them, they they tell me what games they're playing, and you know, Twitch has become a big a really big thing this year. The, well, the last two years, and a lot of the games I'm seeing as someone who's played video games since they were in middle school in the early 90s um man i just what was the first system you played uh atari like i think atari 2600 or i think that's what it was atari, yeah, atari it was 2600, 2600. Uh, my favorite game was the olympic like the track and field games especially where you could have the guy in the middle of the screen he could do hacky sack what yeah there was there was a hacky, hacky sack, sack one? yeah i don't remember that it was really game that it was on the atari yeah it was on the atari that and the um um what game am i thinking of uh not et because never played it uh, et was great <laughs> not that was a confusing pitfall. you know what pitfall pitfall is great Pit, you know pitfall. what was crazy and i know this has nothing yeah. to do with what we're talking about but yeah. when i played et i was a i was older right because I, I found yeah. a dude check it out i was i was, me and my mom went to um the goodwill yep and they had an atari there with like 20 with games, a ton of games for like 20 bucks. Yeah. It was great. Nice. And so one of them was E.T. though. I couldn't figure out how to play that game. I don't think I anybody I didn't could. understand what I was. My head was moving up and down and I was like, yeah. and I fell in a pit and then you couldn't get out. And I was like, what is the point of this game? This is dumb. So yeah. Um, so anyways, what, what I've been thinking about a lot lately and I've, you know, I'm an only child. Uh, I was sadly played video games by myself most of the time. <laughs> and, you know, growing up in the age prior to like Xbox Live or PlayStation Network or any of those things, um, I grew up with video games that had a lot of story. And like, I always played the single camp, like the single player campaign. Um, that was always what I, what I would enjoy doing even up to like modern warfare, uh, call of duty, modern warfare two. Like, I think I've played maybe two or three matches at Jose's house, uh, <laughs> online. And the rest of it, I was just me playing single player and the same thing with halo. Like I would always play the campaigns and not the, yeah, like you don't play when it came over, yeah, I mean, we, house, we, we would play, play we would play multiplayer like or like online. Yeah. you wouldn't play anything. You'd yeah, just... I mean, unless unless Jose or our, our mutual friends like called me and said, "Hey, we're getting online, hop online." You're like, okay, I guess I'll stop playing the campaign now. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I feel like the the game studios like Blizzard and a lot of the other ones that are popping up with this type of game, um, like the massive multiplayers, they're not developing stories and. I think this goes along with what we were talking about a couple episodes ago with like the YouTube um, effect where you're getting short, smaller pieces of 10 minutes worth of content and nothing else. And I'm not saying that there's no stories there because there absolutely yeah. is. But I feel like 
I don't know. Our attention spans are definitely getting smaller and we're just trying to like whittle down to like what's enjoyable in front of us. So you have games like Overwatch, you have games like Fortnite and um, I mean, I'm so I'm, lo- I'm on Twitch right now yeah. and I'm looking at the featured games that they have. You got League of Legends, Fortnite, Counter-Strike, uh, player on uh, PUBG, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> Dota 2 and um, and so an Overwatch, you know, and so a lot of these games uh, don't have a story. Right. And if they do, the story is not the main feature. And, and the, the game is made for playing online, multiplayer, right. not for go looking at the story. And I can tell my buddy Imran right now is freaking out because he showed me the Overwatch backstory videos. Those are really cool. They're really great. But, have t- but they, ha- they have no, they don't change the game. Yeah. In any way. No one's playing right. the game to be like, oh, look, man, this is what my character does. Right. I better play this way because this is how the character acts or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so I, I, I don't know. It's not that there's not a story. It's just that the story isn't, it's isn't one of the main important. things, which is really interesting because before I remember growing up when they started doing multiplayer and that became big online, online, right. it's very started, right? Um, you would have a lot of games shoehorning in multiplayer. Right. Where they had this awesome story, but then they'd throw multiplayer on. I can think of a couple like um, uh, Bioshock 2, yeah. uh, Red Dead. I think one of the Matrix games did it too. Yeah, there's there's a couple of games that did yeah. some stuff on you know with, with the multiplayer, but there was no need for the multiplayer. It was really a single-player story, but they were throwing multiplayer in there. Right. Now we have the flip side where things are developed for multiplayer, right. and the story is just like kind of auxiliary. So even, even like you see this in fighting games too, right? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, like when Street Fighter V came out. The story came out afterwards as, yeah, the as DLC. The there, right? The arcade. Right. It went straight into arcade mode. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't even understand. Like there was no back telling of like, or storytelling of like why, where Street Fighter V is in the, in the timeline and like what, you know, what was going on in the, in the story, um, which Street Fighter is one of the most confusing timelines which we've like, talked, possible, which we talked about which on we've a previous about, episode. Right. Kind of. Yeah, you told me about that. Because like Street Fighter 3 is still technically the furthest in the future, uh, which is super confusing. Um, but anyways, yeah, there's just, I don't know. I, I feel like I, for one, like video games with the story. That's why I got into like playing Final Fantasy. Uh, which, you know, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8, and Final Fantasy 10. Uh, I'm going to ignore 9. Um, 9 was okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care okay. for it. But, um, you know, even now they're starting to make, like the Final Fantasy remake is going to be episodic. Right. So they're not... And that's good. I, I'm, well, I mean, it's good, but then it's still kind of... I like the epicness of the story. Like right now, like I'm still, play, I'm still playing Witcher. Right. And it's like there's so many points on the map that you have to investigate and it's just there's a bunch of question marks all over the map, and I love that because it's a every little bit is a little bit part of the lore, part of the story, and it's you can do the main quest or you cannot. I really enjoy that about games, and and I hope I, there's games that do that now. Yeah. But I see what you're talking about with this trend of the hot games that they're making are story less. Right, they are story less, and I think that's a disservice. Well, and the problem is is that we know when people put their money into something. That's what game companies are going to make. Right. They're going to keep the big ones. The right. big AAA titles are all going to be this way because people aren't going to pay. Yeah. People aren't paying for the story. Anyway, as much and anymore. I feel like it'll definitely go into a cycle because, you know, when we were in high school, the biggest games to be playing were like the Resident Evil series, uh, the Final Fantasy series, uh, whichever one was out at the time. And, you know, usually like a fighting game, like Street Fighter or Tekken. Right. Yeah. In even all three, like all three of those franchises all had stories in them right but now it's like second storyline though yeah well, that one's also very confusing all confi- oh, fighting game storylines are so confusing <laughs> yeah um and then you know there's the whole mortal Kombat storyline terrific um, <laughs> terrific storyline guys but and maybe i'm i'm uh shooting myself remember when they fought here. dc <laughs> part of the storyline it really is um anyways my point being is i feel like we're in this weird it goes in cycles Right. Or it goes in waves, you know, back when we were in high school, middle school, it was all about story and it was all about, you know, fitting in a really good experience. Now we're in this massive multiplayer online era where that's like the big thing, you know, that's where major league gaming is. And I get it. That's where the money is. And I'm hoping that once that kind of becomes your everyday standard, maybe then it'll come back. It'll swing back around to where like the bigger storyline games will come back into play. 
Well, and I think what you're just going to find is that you're going to have to go indie yeah. and independent game game uh, companies and game designers to find those great sweeping stories that are that are really, they focus on the story. Right. And they don't have multiplayer because they don't have money to put in multiplayer. Right. Or even ones that do, you know, they're just, they're just making great titles right now. And you're, there, there's, there's a glut of good stuff out there. And yeah. it's hard sometimes to wade through what's going on. And we talked about... Like on Netflix with all their own, yeah. like their own Netflix original content. Well, like there's we, so much out there. What do you, which one do you pick? But we also talked about how on the new generation of consoles, those games really, I mean, there's some that are coming out. There's some good games here or there, but for the most part, it's not that golden age of gaming where consoles have all these good games. There's a lot of good PC games that yeah. are, you know, indie games. There's a lot of indie games on the systems, but nothing like hard disc you can go buy in a reach. You know I mean? Triple yeah. A title wise, what I'm thinking. Um, I want to ask you about another emerging gaming trend, which is virtuality, and what your thoughts on that is. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, Let me ask you: Have you played a virtuality game? Not in recent history. I've played one before. Was the last time you played <laughs> virtual reality Game Boy? No, <laughs> Virtual Boy. Virtual. Where Boy? it was all red and it was yeah, burning it was, out your eyes. It was burning your retinas no. out, man. I mean, I think I played one at like a. You know, back when virtual reality was, you know, you could only find it like an arcade mm-hmm. or something like that. And, you know, they had the big giant things on there. Even still, like things like Oculus and the Vive and Vive, um, they don't really excite me. Um, A, because I'm claustrophobic and I have this overwhelming fear that someone's going to hit me with a baseball bat as soon as I put the goggles on because I can't see anything. Um, B. That's a very specific. It's a very specific. Fear. Yeah. It's, like, it's not like somebody's going <laughs> to hit me or I'm worried about getting hit. It's like, Somebody's going to take a bat to my head. It's probably my wife. <laughs> she's like, um, be, be scared if Holly comes home and she has a virtual system for you. She's going to hit you with a bat uh, or some kind of B, uh, weapon. The other reason why I'm not a big fan of it is I think it's our, our society where has a big problem with isolation. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think then the last thing we need is to be, more isolated from everyone into a another reality right like if if i'm not happy with my life here then i'm just gonna it's like when second world came out yeah right and there was a ton of people who spent a lot of time in in second world and i mean they started businesses and exactly like legit life and everything exactly and i've heard of like virtual reality games where like you just sit there and like you're just sitting around a table and that i don't think is a good idea so there's a mod for uh, it's on the it's on the the the, uh, the deep deep dark tunnel of Twitch. Yeah. There's a mod for uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, where you play as a character, like you could be a cop. Yeah, and you go around and you arrest people, but you like do it procedurally. It's all procedure. Yeah. You could be a waitress. You're a waitress in the game. That's, That's what you do. Yeah. You get to the game. And you're a waitress. You do other things on your off times, yeah. but you're not doing. You're just. Be, you're just being another person. You're. you're it's role playing right. in the game, right. which is really interesting because you're already role playing in the game. Period. Yeah. But this is like a whole other level where you can be somebody else. And it's. So you know, Ready Player One is coming out. Yep. And have you started reading that book? Uh, yeah. I started. So, it. Anyway, yeah. um, I read that. I haven't book. finished it. It was really good, but it talks about this world where we have basically abandoned our world. For this virtual one, exactly, and I, I feel like this this whole virtual virtual um, frenzy, yeah, it's not really hit on to a lot of people, but it's the start of that. Man, you can not only can you you know have a controller and look at a screen and see yeah. people move, whatever, but now you can put it on your head, you can see through the eyes, and now you are that person. You can become literally become somebody else in a virtual world, right? Um, and I think that's probably not good for us i think it's a i think it's a dangerous step i do think it's great for like educational things like you know if you're having to run through certain types of simulations for your job whether you know you're in medical or you're in uh you know the armed forces or anything like that i think that's great um i think i think it has its its value there i i'm worried about it as a as entertainment entertainment and monetized Um, and i wouldn't want my kids to use it right now um I, I will tell you the technology I am most excited about is augmented reality, which is usually um, yeah. where you can you can 
Did you, you put Star you, Wars you, stickers? You, well, you on can your see picture? you can see through <laughs> you can see through your goggles. Which a there goes the bat fear, yeah. right? You can see through your goggles, but then it, it's taking what what you physically have, what you physically have in your environment, and allowing you to manipulate it from there. I yeah. think I think that's interesting, right? Because that's something like you know when we were playing action figures as kids, that's kind of something that we would always like kind of dream of, right? Yeah. Like if we had our GI Joes and we wanted like a like a I don't know like a, a battle station or something off in the distance, like we could you could throw on some augmented reality goggles and yeah, you know, and you station. could actually see that right. Yeah. Instead of having to pay $200 for, for the silly battle station. Exactly. You just pay four ninety nine a month for the service. Yeah. You just rent it. You just rent the rent. The, it rent goes the straight into your station. brain. Um, oh gosh. No, not that. <laughs> we already learned about that two episodes ago. Don't do it. Joel Schumacher is onto something. Yeah. He, he, he was, it was a warning. He knew what was going on. He was like, this is the future. So yeah, I think VR like it, uh, I'm honestly not a big fan of it. Um, I don't plan on buying a headset anytime soon. Um, There's no appeal to me in it. I mean, it's just, it feels gimmicky, kind of like 3D movies, Yep. right? It feels gimmicky. They've tried it before. I know it's really, the technology is there, but I kind of ask myself, what is the point? I'm already playing somebody else in a game. I don't need to become that person. That's the problem. I could, if I really want to do that, let me just go dress up and go to the Renaissance Festival and do that. Um, I also think it's um, it's a bit of a I don't know, I'm trying to use the right term for this, but it's an upper class form of entertainment. Ooh, because bougie. I I mean honestly, I mean it's a very expensive. It's a very expensive way to get to to get information, right? Um, so you're limiting the type of people in like the demographic level, or you know you're limiting who's going to be able to experience this, this type of entertainment. And I think that's all for now though. Right. For, I mean, I yeah. mean, yeah, it'll get cheaper, but you know, for, for the time being, it's going to be, it's, it's very classist, I guess. And, you know, look at like ready player one, right. By the time everyone has it, the entire world is already like forgotten. Yeah. Right. And the people that are, that have been at the longest already made their stake and claim and things. It's, and already, it's like getting yeah. into cryptocurrency right now, yeah. right? Like the people that are making millions off of it got in it from day one. Yeah. And if you try to get into it now, you might make a profit because it's, it kind of dipped recently, mm-hmm. but you're not going to make as big of a profit as anybody else. You know, so you're already the people that have, ex- have experienced Vive or Oculus Rift since the very beginning are going to have a much, you know, stronger footing in that, that arena arena mm-hmm. already so anyways i uh, i think i think the the video game industry is going through gimmicks with virtual reality um and a little bit of augmented reality and i think it's it's also going through it's feasting on that short attention span yeah with the non-story based games well you, right? can, well you can pop in and play some you know yeah that's why i liked overwatch i could play a couple quick games and that didn't have to worry about a story there's no story mode for me to do anything with and it's all you know, but that, I mean, then that's kind of, I mean, it's less so now yeah. because everyone has online capabilities yeah. for the most part, but not everybody does. And so certain people can't play that game, you know, right. and certain people aren't going to be in there and then you're limiting demographics again, because if you're playing on the Xbox, you have to have a subscription. I think, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, I forget. I actually don't know how it works. I have an Xbox one. I don't know how it works. I just pay for Xbox live. <laughs> I'm not, I, it could be free for all I know. I know the PlayStation is, maybe. I don't know. I think they started charging for that, didn't they? They probably did. Who knows? Who knows? My PlayStation 3 is still free. So, Well, cool, man. Uh, if you have any thoughts, y'all have any thoughts out there about where gaming is going? And uh, maybe maybe you are one of those elitist people that have <laughs> the VR. Tell us how it is. We, we, in the, we in the lower class, we want to know how it is. No. But if you've tried VR and you want to give us a scoop, man, let us know at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. We'd love to get some mail from y'all. Um, please send us something. <laughs> uh, let's go to now. Let's uh, talk about the last movie that we watched. So I have two movies I want to talk about. Two movies. I'll try to keep it brief. Um, the first one I'll talk about is Silence. And this was a Martin Scorsese movie. What is this movie about? So it's um, it's Andrew Garfield and Kylo Ren. What's his name? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. So it's these two guys, right? They're missionaries in like the 1600s. You mean it's Spider-Man and uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren? What? It's uh, pop culture podcast, guys. Uh, so they are missionaries in the 1600s. They go okay. to Japan yeah. 
to you know spread Christianity to all of Japan. Yeah, okay. and it's during the time of like you know that it's like I don't want to say it's feudal Japan, but it's during this time where samurai. Like, no, I mean, well, there's <laughs> like <laughs> everyone's there living in like villages and everything. There's no like modern anything. Anyways. <laughs> Is it a remake uh, of West Samurai? <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. Anyways, these two, they're they're going to try to find another priest, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're missionaries. They're trying to find this one priest. And um, it just goes kind of bad for them throughout the whole story. And I feel like there was a lot of questionable decisions that Martin Scorsese made about the Christian faith okay. and about how things are, I don't know, just some, a lot of, it was really hard to swallow. Yeah. Um, Holly really wanted to watch it. I was like, sure. Cause I usually pick the movies and it was, it was shot beautifully, you know, Oh yeah. Martin Scorsese. I mean, he picked, acted wonderful. You know, Liam Neeson was in it. He was the, he's the priest that they were looking for. I was actually hoping yeah. <laughs> that Liam Neeson was going to be the yeah. third priest. Yeah. I was like, please, please let it be Qui-Gon. Please let it be Qui-Gon. And, and so basically the story goes, these these two missionaries, during this time, if you were a Christian priest uh, or if you were a priest, a missionary, you're trying to spread Christianity, um, you were going to be basically murdered or martyred. Um, same thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, or the people that you were trying to teach and you know and spread the word to they were going to be you know murdered or martyred for you on your behalf and you were going to have to watch um you find out that you know some of these priests didn't stay on their path and they would they would willingly they had this this plaque that had a picture of like like a a carving of crucified jesus and basically to prove that you weren't a christian you'd have to stand in front of it and step on it like denouncing your faith. Yeah. Right. And so it takes a really weird twist, like about two thirds into it and not anything like crazy, but it just, it didn't fit where I thought the story was going to go. And then it, it just ended. It didn't, it didn't have a good ending. It was just really confusing as someone who is a Christian. Um, there was a lot of decisions that were made that I just didn't necessarily agree with. Um, I have to watch this movie. Now. Yeah, you have to watch a movie, watch and I'm it. trying not to give away anything in it because mm-hmm. uh, it is a recent movie. It was done really well. I don't know if I'd recommend it. I think Jose should watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch um, it. I'll tell you if it's good or not. Yeah, I mean, we, we can I'll have we can have a discussion out of it. We can have a discussion about it. I don't want to spoil it for Jose mainly. I don't care about you guys. I'm just kidding. Dang. You guys are the best. <laughs> Y'all just got served. <laughs> uh, anyways, it was an okay movie. Y'all got served. I'm. <laughs> I'm questioning it though. Uh, secondly, was it, wait, was it better than Noah? Yes, <laughs> most things are. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky, you know, I love the guy. Like he does good movies, but I don't know. I, I do need to talk to you about Mother. We'll do that. Did you watch Mother? No, no, no. no. Oh. I have a question about okay. it though. We'll do that off microphone or off podcast, Ooh. however, whatever the term is. Off pod. Anyways, um, the second movie. So it was Turn funny because we actually this took place over a weekend. And we watched Silence on Saturday and we were going to pick something else on the Friday before. And we had, we were kind of like trying to figure out what we we're going to watch. And we were going to watch The Mountains Between Us, which is that Idris Elba, oh, Kate Winslet movie where they get trapped on the mountain. Why right? don't you want to watch that movie and, anyway? Well, yeah, I like Idris Elba. I think he's a great actor. Um, and as I'm going through iTunes to rent it. The Dark Tower. Like I have... <laughs> I like had like a like a mental blank and I rented Wind River. Like sounds similar. I, I, I don't know like I don't know. They both take place in the snow. Maybe that's I guess maybe that's what happened. Uh, the M kind of is like a W yeah. upside down. <laughs> it was Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen and man, I was surprised by how good this movie was. I heard it was really if good. If you're into like a crime drama um that takes place in I don't forget where that where it takes place at. Wind River. Yeah, Wind River. <laughs> Wind River, Illinois. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making stuff up now. Uh, if you're into crime dramas, uh, it is probably one of the best I've seen in a very long time. So I highly recommend it. Both Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen did a fantastic Wyoming. job. There you go. Wyoming. Uh, so it's all in the snow for the most part. Uh, basically what happens, the movie starts out with, they find uh, a girl, a Native American girl that um, is basically like 
she looks like she was being chased. She's dead in the snow and they're trying to like backtrack, you know, who, like how she ended up out there. She had no shoes on. She was running away from something. And, uh, it, it, it was it was just a really good kind of mystery bro all it. you had to do is tell me that punisher was in this movie he is and he does a really good job he does a really good job <laughs> that's like all was, i need to know yeah john bernthal does a really good job i was uh really impressed with this character um it's not a huge part but it's he does a really good job in it um and so jeremy renner plays this guy that is local he knows the backcountry because he's a hunter and um he's the one that actually found uh the body um, and then Elizabeth Olsen comes in because once they report it, she's the FBI agent that has to basically make sure everything gets taken care of. And she's a, really a fish out of water. Like she was at a conference in Vegas when the story starts and shows up and she doesn't even have like any cold weather gear or anything like that. And so they kind of make fun of her for it. Um, but it was really good. Uh, highly recommend it. I was really surprised by it. Had no idea what we were getting into when we started watching the movie because it wasn't the right movie that we wanted to rent. And uh, why is Zildjian's elbow white? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I highly recommend it. So where's Heimdall? <laughs> uh, did you just realize that Hawkeye and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Witch yeah. are in this movie? Yeah, and the along Punisher. with the Punisher, it looks really good. No, yeah. I've, I've saw. It, oddly enough, she's a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service tracker and an FBI agent. That's weird. I don't know why they even included that. In no, the I think synopsis. Jeremy Renner's the tracker. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, that's dumb. That's the way they word it. Way yeah. to go, Wikipedia. Fail on me for reading. Anyway, um, so the last movie I watched was... I just forgot. No, Maze Runner. Maze Runner. The Maze Runner? Maze Runner? Uh, the, <laughs> you no, just said Maze Runner. I said Maze Runner, actually. <laughs> you, you heard Maze something Runner. different. I said Maze Runner. Uh, it was the Death Cure, the third and final what? movie was it the in Cure the Maze Runner series. I've, have you watched any of the no. Maze Runners? Okay. So first off, they're really good movies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, and by really good, I mean they're subpar. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they're not They're not bad movies, though. That's the thing. They're they're <laughs> sufficient 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 because that's what i really want in my they're in my in, movie going okay, experience they're in between hunger hmm, games this last 90 minutes was sufficient <laughs> in between hunger games and divergent which is closer to garbage. the hunger, closer to the hunger game side yeah. um it that's where it lands shaleen woodley if you're listening we would like to have you on the podcast to talk about how terrible you are as an actress oh man she's <laughs> signing up to join right now <laughs> uh, maybe we should put a pipeline so she can protest it anyway uh, <laughs> I mean, that was so. I'm mean, just saying, she might come to the podcast to protest it. Maybe she'll protest our podcast and come on it. Um, anyway. While eating clay. While eating. Oh, ugh, that's gross. Um, so, yeah. So, the, the premise if you've never seen The Maze Runner, the, the premise of this is these kids wake up in this like wooded area and they're surrounded by four giant stone walls. Right, and they find out that there's a maze outside of there, and they have no idea who put them there or what's going on. Well, come to find out, it's this evil corporation, or maybe they're not an evil corporation, but they're looking for a cure to this disease that has ravaged the rest of the world. And so, most of the population has been ravaged by this disease. They've turned into kind of zombie-ish, infected, you know, kind of people, whatever. And the population is slowly just succumbing to this disease over and over and over again. The kids that they select. And I'm giving away the first movie, but if you haven't seen that, whatever. Um, the kids they select are actually immune to the disease. Okay. So they're running tests on them through these maze the runners tests. runners of the mazes. Well, yeah. The, whoever they are, they're, they're running tests on yeah. them to see if they can produce a cure for this disease. Okay. Right? Why a maze, though? Huh? Why a maze? Because it, it produces endorphins. and Well, it's confusing, and it makes them use their brain to try to get out of it because they're really intelligent as well. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a maze. Anyway, so the point is, is that the first movie deals with them being in the maze. The second movie is called The Scorch Trial, where they get out of the maze and they're kind of, they find the resistance fighters and they're fighting the wicked corporation. And so we're finally at the third act where they take it to, straight to the last city of Earth. And um, this movie was bloated. It was, oh man, it was... <laughs> It wasn't bad. So, it, was it sufficiently bloated? It was sufficiently <laughs> bloated. Like if you've seen the other two Maze Runners, I've already spoiled the other one. So if you've never seen them, I mean, read the books or something. I don't know. Um, it wasn't a bad film. It was a good ending to the to the to the series for sure. But there was a lot of stuff that was going on. This movie was way too long, and there was a lot of stuff going on. And I was just like, it's too intense for me. I don't want to watch this anymore. It was just way too much for me. 
Um, but I mean, if you like the Maze Runner, you're gonna have to see the third one because it's the ending. It's the ending to this to the series. I feel like I have to watch them all now. You just have to. Uh, you, you know what? They're not. They're not bad films though. They're entertaining. They're very entertaining movies. Um, it's the young adult, teen, angsty. I know. Yeah. But so okay. I feel like that wave of movies is coming to an end. So finally. I was. I, I, by the way, I also recently. I don't know how to admit this, <laughs> but I was watching some Twilight. And like by, uh, for okay. so for your own enjoyment. Here's the deal. Were, were you trying to be sufficiently entertained? Well, no, that's that's insufficient <laughs> entertainment right there. So I hate Twilight with a passion. I just don't. It's not. They're not good films. They're terrible. I was watching this because I was doing other things and I had it on the background. Okay, VH1 has this 14 Days of Love thing. Okay, <laughs> it has all, right. all these movies. Anyway, point being is that it was Twilight was on, and it was like in the third or the last movie where she's standing between her werewolf uh, bow and her vampire bow, and they were like looking at each other angrily over her. Maybe it was the eclipse. I don't know which stupid movie this was, but I just thought, how presumptuous of this movie that these guys are pining over this teenager. It's really weird. And they're like, one of them is a teenager, but he's also a wolf man. Yeah. And the other's like a 107-year-old dude. <laughs> it was just weird, and the whole premise of the movie is so weird. All this, this whole series, it's so weird. They're like, so everything's about her. Everything's about this one. Yeah. It's almost as if the author of these films or these movies or these books was like, you know what? I wish this was me. And I was the oh, object I of everybody's prob- I was the object of everybody's attention. I'm pretty sure that's why she wrote it. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't let your kids want to read that. Garbage. It's garbage. Not no. not because not because of any themes in it, but just because it's doesn't portray teenagers in the right light. Like I'm so important. You're not important, teenager. Sorry. <laughs> You're not important at all. <laughs> this coming from a person who has three teenagers living in my house. Y'all just got served. You ain't important. So that's you, what I watched last. We so shouldn't get ourselves no teenagers listening no, to this show. No, no, they don't. If they did, they just realize they're not important at all. Um, yeah, so Maze Runner, if you've seen the other two, I would say, yeah, go ahead and watch this third one. Uh, if you have not seen the Maze Runner series, uh, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. It didn't make any sense anyway. You could watch it. It's very entertaining. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. No, it is sufficient, sufficiently sufficiently entertaining. entertaining. That should be the tagline for our show. Sufficiently, inter- <laughs> sufficiently entertaining. <laughs> it's going to get stupid. Sufficiently entertaining. Okay, so I threw this in at the last second, but I want to do it. It's going to be a versus segment because we haven't done one of these in a while. No, ish. Do we do one? I don't know. Anyway, point being is I went a little old school with this. So we were talking about video games and like first video games we played on first systems yes but i have two systems and we're gonna see which one is best okay super nintendo yep. or the sega genesis super nintendo really yeah 100 percent. why mario oh it's mario again really <laughs> oh i'm gonna be i'm on genesis aside. super mario world super mario world was that even on super yeah no, i don't know you had I yoshi know. i don't know because i don't care that's where you got yoshi and you got a cape and you could fly sonic yeah he runs around he runs but he had a, an insult and picks up tails who has who has tails um, okay altered beast tails fl- you know spins his spins his tails and altered, picks up rings altered beast i will give eternal, you altered beast. eternal champions i never even play that game because it's yeah. amazing mortal kombat with blood i think you could do you blood. had to put a code you had to put a code in yeah sweat yeah you had to find some secret code to put blood in the game. Still Super Nintendo. I think Sega Sega just had some really good games because Sega makes good games. Hundred percent. Nintendo sometimes makes good yeah. games. Um, they had a lot of good games, and the games that they had, Sega was more ahead of its time. Sega was tra- always been ahead. Sega of its time, was trying though. to push the boundary. Yes. Nintendo is playing it a little safe. Always. They're uh, all, Nintendo's always playing it safe. Yeah. Except for this new garbage. But I mean. I really just enjoyed the games that were on the Sega way yeah. better when I had my Sega. Wait, I had, um, so I had a Super Nintendo. We had another friend that had a Genesis, and then uh, I had another friend who had a TurboGrafx 16. Dude, I bet that other guy was awesome. TurboGrafx <laughs> Bonk, he's playing Bonk. Bonk, Bonk was great. Did, I loved it. Did I, it had a normal pet? Then there was the, also the Atari Jaguar. Yeah, which had like big old, 26. Yeah, what was that about? Controller. Dude? I think that looked cool. Always, you know, I always wanted a Neo Geo. Yeah, 
too I always expensive. wanted it. It was way too. It was always so. It was expensive. like six hundred dollars back yeah, then. Yeah, man. I was like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Now people are paying six hundred. dollars I think our parents laughed at us when when I, we asked. I for didn't it. even ask. There was yeah. just no way. I was like trying to figure out. Can I get the silver? Can I? The get Jaguar this? was like three hundred dollars. It was too expensive. If too, I'm not mistaken. And you know, at that time, I think that Super Nintendo was like one hundred and fifty something like that. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. But, but still, no, I mean, you had Comic Zone. Did you ever play Comic Zone? No. I just I had a Genesis, so I played yeah. all the Genesis games. Contra, Super Contra. Those were, I mean, those were yeah, no, those were, no. Super Metroid was okay. Super Punch Out. I mean, but it's all games that I already played on the on the Nintendo. I hundred percent understand. That's, you know, that's another problem with Nintendo. F Zero. That's another problem with Nintendo. Yeah, it's all the games I've already played. They just get over rebooted. and over again. They, they get just, rebooted. exactly yeah. like Sega made new games. That nobody's okay. ever played before. But all the Sonic games were exactly the well, same. Well, yeah, because that was their one mascot game. I mean, yeah. they weren't because they had Sonic Spinball. Which is the pinball version pinball of, of Sonic, yeah. which is not the same thing. <laughs> and they even their like Sega 3, they did some different things with Sonic. It was actually pretty different. It wasn't I just was jealous the same of like, tried and when true. Like, the Sega CD came out and you could get that attachment that went onto the Genesis. the CDs on there. Yeah. Let me see some other Genesis games. Play like, Altered Beast was awesome. I think the man. only game that they had for the longest time was Sewer Shark. Sewer Shark. Well, yeah. no, they Sonic CD, didn't they? Uh, probably. I think Sewer Shark came with it, though. Sewer Shark. Alex Kidd, Alien Storm. Man. Chacken, the Forever Man. <laughs> These are awesome yeah. games. These are awesome so games, awesome. guys. Look. Altered Beast. I, I, know, I know I named that like five times, but I'm going to keep an <laughs> naming. Altered Beast is worth Golden Axe. Five times. Okay, I'll give you Golden Axe. Golden Axe. Those two games. Uh, those two games. Shinobi. All right, game. I'm going to give you three. Yeah. But wasn't Shinobi on Super Nintendo as well? No, I don't think so. Was, when did Ninja Gaiden come out? No, that game was Ninja awesome. Gaiden. Ninja that, Gaiden. Was, that was not on the Super Nintendo, though. That was that just that a was only Nintendo? on the regular Nintendo. Okay. Vector Man. <laughs> not, <laughs> you can't even that's say not, that. I'm sorry, that's not good. Fantasy Star, Fantasy Star was a good series. But And also, it looked better. Yeah, it did. It did. It, it better, definitely better, did. Better graphics. Yeah. So, I will say though, I feel like Nintendo focuses more on the story in a lot of their games. For instance, like Super Mario Odyssey, and I'm talking about like modern games, right? Um, uh, what I've heard of Legend of Zelda: uh, Breath of Wild is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard the stories are in those are great, right? I've heard they are. Like Odyssey seems like a really good yeah. game uh, story. Uh, I'll make it. So the one thing I will give Super Nintendo it has one of my favorite games of all time on it. And that is the Legend of Zelda, the, yeah. Ocarina, the Link to the Past. Yes, I love that game. That is probably my favorite Zelda game. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. That game is great. Oh, I'm game. playing it with my son right oh, now in our game. Super Nintendo Mini. Is that uh, worth it? Yeah, I, I've actually really enjoyed it. Uh, Star Fox was on the Super Nintendo. Ooh, yeah, Star. Oh man, okay. Uh, that was the. Probably my favorite Castlevania game is on the Super, Super Nintendo. Super Castlevania. Super Castlevania. Uh, basically what they did was they took every regular game and just put super yes. in front of it. They really did though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Streets of Rage. That was a really good game. Yes. That was a really good game for them. Yes. I'm trying to look up some Genesis games to beat this because you just threw out a couple. I just I just threw out a couple that killed me. <laughs> Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> that game was actually surprisingly very fun. Okay. You're done, sir. No, Echo the Dolphin was a lot of fun. <laughs> you didn't done. like Echo the Dolphin? No, I did not. Really? Yeah, I think I played it. I didn't even realize Contra was on the Genesis. Con- what? Hardcore. It's hardcore. Hardcore Contra? Hard hard corpse. It's yeah. corpse. Like C-O-R-P-S. Hey, this is an aside. I, I don't think either one of us won. But remember <laughs> the um the Desert Strike in the Nuclear Strike games? The the helicopter games where you it was like it was just a scrolling game. Yeah, and you would like just fly a, three, a plane left you know, to right or well a up helicopter. And down. You had a helicopter and you'd go. And then you like pick up people, POWs, and yes. stuff. Yeah. That is one of the funnest games yeah. ever. That that wasn't on the Super Nintendo? I don't remember. It should be because it's awesome. If you've played any Nuclear Strike or Desert Strike games, let us know. Road Rash. I don't remember that one. That was the race. Primal Rage. Yeah. That's a PlayStation game. I'm in yeah. a PlayStation. What, this isn't even Genesis. What, you do? You, what see, list is this? Exactly. <laughs> this list failed miserably. <laughs> you failed list. I didn't see the Genesis. I didn't see the uh, this is the PlayStation logo until I started reading it off. <laughs> Whoops! Edited out. Anyway, I don't think either one of us won. I'm staying strong. Earthworm Jim. That was, was on better. Both. Was that was better on, both. on the Genesis though. But enjoyable. But I will more okay, than okay, sufficiently so enjoyable. Actually, 
My favorite game, my second favorite game of all time is Shadowrun. And they were different. They were both on the gen. One was on gen. Yeah. But they were different games. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Shadowrun is such a good game. I mean, I'll straight up give you Altered Beast. Like, Altered Beast is, like, easily one of my favorite games. And whenever I went over to that buddy's house that had a Genesis, like, I was like, let's play Altered Beast. Yeah. It's such a fun game. It really is. Streets of Rage is good, too. Yeah. And Golden Axe. Golden Axe was great. <sighs> Golden Axe. Comic Zone. So where you're in the comic and you're... Nope, nope. Nope. Okay. Nah, also, also honestly, Sonic is really cool, man. It was a different concept for a so, platformer. It's so one-dimensional. Well, so is, what do you mean? Mario just jumps. It's, We've already had this conversation before. I know. But Mario just jumps. Like he's he's definitely one-dimensional. And he takes mushrooms and they make him big. But he has power-ups too. And then, and then he throws fireballs. Sonic doesn't need fireballs. He's his own weapon. But then he like touches something and he like explodes and the coins go everywhere. Mario shrinks when he touches something or he loses the power that he but has. But he doesn't lose but his this coins. This doesn't even make any sense. Why does he lose the power that he has? Why does he lose the power? Why is Sonic a hedgehog? That makes no sense. That spins. Sega was such a good company and then they just could not ever keep a good console. No. They couldn't keep it going. Because they were trying too hard. They were trying to edge out the competition a little bit too much. I think they had a hard time securing a lot of third parties. Especially like, yeah, I agree with that. The licensing was probably an issue. But like, I will 100% give Sega the Game Gear versus the Game Boy. That was awesome. Like, that was... Well, until the Advance and stuff. Yeah, until until like the 3DS and like the you know the the more advanced game boys came out but that sega game gear like i was super jealous i'm over here playing my black and white game boy like that weighs like a brick yeah. and then my buddy like pulls out like his full like full color full game color gear, game gear awesome, dude. you know yeah i couldn't compete with that so yeah let us know what you think send us an email it's going to get stupid at gmail.com or tweet at us at igtgs show and let us know Genesis, Sega Genesis, or Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Team Super Nintendo. Two, team Team Nintendo, Team Genesis. We'll I put a poll know. up on the Facebook page. We'll put a poll. A pool? No. <laughs> we'll put a pool up. Okay. So it's time for... Dun, 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 dun. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> the theme music always the, changes. It, it has to change over time. <laughs> Stupid Rick Thoughts. So Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that song is terrible. I'm going to go on the record for this show and say that song is terrible. Lil Pump. Anyway, it's the, stupid red thoughts. It's the worst. It's the worst. And these SoundCloud rappers are like, they're really bugging me lately. I, this is the old, old man coming out in me. Get off, get I, off my lawn. I'm, SoundCloud rappers. I'm not a fan of where the current rap community is going. I don't think the rap community is a fan of where the rap community is going. They probably don't care about my input. I'm just saying. If Th- any of you rappers thoughts. are listening right now that are on SoundCloud, come on the show. Maybe you can maybe let you rap a little bit at <laughs> the can, end. We can have a panel of Lil Pump and Shaleen Lil, Woodley oh, and gosh. we can tell them oh, yeah. how much we don't like them. And Kate Blanchett. <laughs> hey, she was good in Ragnarok. Okay, anyways, let me get to the stupid Rick thought. That wasn't the stupid Rick thought, because that was a good thought. But let me set let me set the tone for those of you set the mood. who've never heard of a stupid Rick thought. So my wife and I are busy. We have two kids. She she stays home and homeschools them. I go to work every day. We come home, we put the kids to bed after we have dinner. We sit down. I watch some YouTube. She reads a book because I hate reading. And you know, we get in bed turn down the lights and I say, honey, how would it change our relationship if I had a stroke? It had foreign accent syndrome, but with a bad English accent, like chip, chip, cheerio, tea and crumpets. Hello, governor. What? First off, why would you even use that terminology if you just had an accent? Like, why would you start talking about tea and crumpets all of a sudden? Would that also wait? Maybe you had the stroke and now you believe you're somebody else. Well, it's not just that you have, because I know you watched that special, the 2020. Yeah. Was, so I was re- John Stossel on there? I think so. I think it was a John Stossel episode. So at this point in time, we had recently watched an episode of 2020 where they'd gone through like foreign accent syndrome. 
and I can't do a good British accent. So I said, what if I like had a stroke and just had all of a sudden I lost my regular American accent and just had a bad British accent, like a parody of a British accent. Like your brain is trying to do a British accent, right. but you don't know how. No, 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 no. My brain is purposely trying to do a bad British accent. Why is it even? Pur- why is it even purposely doing a bad British accent? Why wouldn't it just be? Bro, this is the world we live in. <laughs> You're thinking too so, much. So what did she, what did she say? She would live with it. She'd live with it. She just wouldn't talk to me. She wouldn't talk ever again. I think she would also avoid you in public. Probably, yes. Yeah, she would definitely avoid me in public. She'd hide. She's, yeah. like, she's like, isn't that? They'd be like, isn't that your husband? No, that's some weird guy who thinks he's British. I don't know what. <laughs> it looks a lot like him, yeah, it looks but it's like not. Him. So odd. So odd. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why you're talking about tea and crumpets. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know why that would happen. A, that's I, the best British reference I have. So I wonder if like sometimes you would hear yourself talking and you wouldn't even realize it was you because the voice is so different. I think I think the whole like syndrome is like you sound like you don't your brain is rewired to think that that's always the way you've you've your voices sound so sounded did in that this is interesting actually did they just have an accent or do they speak a different language so that's that's both i think that's two different syndromes what right like i, I think i think there there are times like where people have, have come out of strokes and they'll like speak fluent portuguese right did they know or, portuguese before no they didn't wait a minute that's weird right yeah that's harder harder to explain. What does that mean? Y'all, what does that mean? Y'all, see, I'm <laughs> freaking out. Y'all, what does that mean? Like, does that mean that we have these languages in our brain already? I don't know. I can't I can't explain that one at all. But the foreign accent syndrome, I think, is like a byproduct of like what you've heard or like, you know, something that got stuck in your brain maybe a long time ago. Maybe you watched it in a movie. You know, obviously, I've watched really, really bad British uh, comedies um, <laughs> or people that are making fun of British people. Um and and so yeah the the foreign accent syndrome i think makes a little bit more sense to me the foreign language syndrome like that i don't know if that's what it's called but the other thing is it's just stored memory it's like you either have heard this before and you're mimicking it basically or this is your brain thinking that it's doing the foreign language accent but you're terrible at it exactly hello governor governor. and crumpets (laughs) i'm british Would you like some fish and chips? <laughs> oh no, I've got to go to the loo. This is this segment was not meant to insult any of our English listeners. Oh yeah, we do have English listeners. We do. This is what I you know what? That's interesting. Like have you ever have you heard of a British person make fun of an American accent? Yeah. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Everyone sounds like like normal i mean they yeah. sound kind of john wayne-ish Makes yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what i was thinking like it's yeah. a little john wayne-ish because i got a hello yeah it's, funny. it's very it's, slow it's yes it's very slow and very simple well we're just like hello governor <laughs> hello how are you doing teen crumpets which is teen crumpets that's where you because teen crumpets is easy i don't yeah. know what the heck teen so it's tea obviously because y'all drink tea <laughs> Do y'all say y'all? Wait a minute. Do they say y'all? I don't think they say y'all. I think that's only a Southern Texas Is that thing. only a Southern Texas? Is that a I Southern I do declare. Thing? I do declare y'all. <laughs> y'all over there. There's been a murder in Savannah. <laughs> I live in Georgia where the peaches are just juicy. That was weird. I don't know why. That's the only thing I can say in my head. Because Georgia peaches. It just yeah. seemed weird. Okay. Yeah. And you know what I got? You know what I got? You know how to go weird? I got a weird Kevin Spacey vibe. Ooh. From House of Cards. Because yeah. he's from Let's Georgia. Let's not do that. Well, I didn't mean to bring up Kevin Spacey because his name is Taboo now. Um, you know what? We should talk about that, actually. We should talk. Not about specifically about Kevin Spacey. Not right now. I'm saying on another <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, next episode. We should talk about. Let us know if you want to hear us talk about this. Where, because like in these cases recently, like not Weinstein, because that guy's a pig. Um, I mean, they're all pigs, but like Louis C.K. or even um, uh, Aziz Ansari. No, oh gosh, no Aziz, <laughs> no Stanley. Um, no, yeah. Um, Cosby. Yeah, right. Some of these people who have done great accomplishments. Like, how do we? How do we connect that? You know what I mean? How do how do we reconcile? How do we that? reconcile that? That's, that's the thing. Is how do we reconcile that? Because I don't know. Because that's... like, anyway, I don't want to get into it now. We should talk about it another yeah. time because I think it's important. It's an important topic. I think to talk we about. might need to have a female perspective. Oh on yeah, the, on the show for that one. That's a good one. 
We should do that. So we'll we'll figure that we'll out. Figure it out, and we'll do it. Yeah, for y'all. <laughs> we'll do it for the fan base, because I think it's important to talk about. Yeah, it. we'll talk. We'll, we'll we'll do it. But I I don't think we can have that conversation without having a female perspective. Well, we already know I'm insensitive to yes. that. So yes, we do. I'm basically a misogynist, everybody. But I'm not. Sorry. But like, not really. In the not in the bad way. <laughs> not not a bad misogynist. <laughs> Like a funny misogynist. Um, anyway. The show's gone off the no, rails. Well, but no, but because uh, well, people do need to understand. Like I have, which has nothing, which doesn't mean that I can't, I'm infallible, but I have five daughters. Right. And I'm very mm-hmm. cognizant of how I talk. And I grew up with a single parent household with my mom too. Yep. So like I'm very cognizant about the way I talk, and but I'm also very flippant with the way I talk. So sure. it's not that I'm... Sometimes I'm trying to be rude to any one particular group. I'm rude to every particular group. This guy's is a fact. Yeah. So this, that's the thing. this has like, been Jose facts. This is a Jose fact for real. I'm, I'm pretty much equal opportunity. Um, what's the word? I'm offensive. Equal, I'm equal opportunity offensive to everybody, including myself. Everybody, everybody gets offended. This is but true. That's that's just the way it is. I've but been I'm, friends with you for twenty years, I and I can I can validate this. But I don't mean no harm, no, no, <laughs> sir. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know what accent you're doing right now. I must have hit my. I must have had a stroke, <laughs> and now I have foreign the foreign accent syndrome. Yeah, and I'm just doing some no, no, ma'am. I don't know what kind of <laughs> accent I have. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody likes me. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's our show. We're done. We are done. <laughs> with this show it got stupid um i think we lived up to our name today <laughs> yeah we, of course thank y'all so much for listening we really appreciate it we would appreciate it a lot more <laughs> if you like if you like hey, and rated guys, if you want to if you want to if you are enjoying the show go leave us a review and a five-star rating even a four star. Go no, leave us a no, five star. Don't leave a four star rating. Give us a five and, star rating. And whoever <laughs> and we know who you are. Whoever left us a one, one star, star rating, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead to us. But like in the figurative way, not in the reality kind no, of way. Because I mean, we don't need anybody. Yeah, suing I'm not, not going to murder anybody because I don't think about murder. Remember we talked right. about that. No, but like leave us some feedback. Leave us some whatever, man. We want to improve. We want to improve if we need to improve. I and mean, if there there are things that you don't like, like if you, if you just stop listening to us, like all of a sudden. Let us know. Why did you do that? Yeah, but if they're not listening now, hey, look, I'm going to reach through this microphone <laughs> and pull you back. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I would let us know before you just stop altogether or if you got upset or something. If I offended you in any kind of way, I'm not being flippant. With, I'm, I, sound, I really sound like I'm like, if I offended you in any kind of way, oh my I'm God. I'm sorry you feel I'm that sorry way. If, yeah, I'm sorry you feel that way. No, but I really, I mean, I'm not trying to offend anybody with my comments. None of us are. But uh, we really want to hear from our people that are listening and give us want feedback. To adjust, yeah. So we're I, doing this show for us, but we know you guys are giving us some of your time every time you listen to an episode. So we want to make this enjoyable for you guys too. And I'm done groveling now. Yeah. So I will say, uh, hit us up on it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. on Twitter at igtgs show on Facebook at facebook facebook <laughs> facebook. That's Face, the new Facebook, Facebook after Facebook. Yeah, what I'm great. I'm gonna do it. Facebook.com. Uh, it's slash it's going to get stupid and www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. Hey, that's our website. Yeah. Uh, so that's our show. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday, DJ Tanner. That's another full house. May your house always be full. Full of, full of, uh, let's not, <laughs> let's not talk about that. I might get in trouble again. <laughs> Bye y'all. Bye. <laughs>